Welcome to 2024. Melissa, it's here. It is here. I can't believe it. Like it came around so fast. I am excited for 2024. There's a lot of new things. And welcome to our podcast. We are called behind the scenes because life is a little crazy behind the scenes and we don't mind sharing it. Well, maybe we might, but we're going to do it anyway. Well, we, we're going to end up being pretty raw. I, you know, I just, that's how I am anyway. Yeah. I mean, it is, you know, honestly, it is always a struggle dealing with everyday situations. As Sue knows, we've been friends for five, over five years now. And it took me a long time to really come around, but man, you know, the importance of friendships and communities here. So we just would love to invite you into our community and our world, get to know us a little bit. Hopefully we can uh, make a difference in your life. So mad Yeah. Mad Yeah. So we are both uh, certified life coaches and I would just love to hear your, look at your story about how you got well melissa as you know i have eight children and i have five biological and three adopted i had um 75 foster kids in about 12 years timing and um, i haven't done foster care now for close to five years because i've had the kids for three mm. uh but i knew that you were into life coaching and I really didn't know what that was. Mm. And you encouraged me uh, to get out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I kind of jumped in with both feet. Yeah. And I'm loving it so much. Yeah. Just connecting with uh, other women and hearing the everyday joys and journey, you know, the, the, frustrations and the joys and I just you hear this all the time for people oh I'm just so glad to be here and everything looks so wonderful on podcasts and yep when you do a podcast you need to be present you need to be put together yeah um but to get put together and to do a podcast is because it's our first one it's been very interesting you're learning that there is a lot involved, whether it be the setup or the, you know, there's all involved in it. But, you know, something that has been really encouraging about being a life coach is there's so much involved in it. Like, um, it, you don't realize, I'll, I did not realize before becoming a life coach, how much of our mind is running on a constant basis and how much we have control of that, but we don't realize it. The things we say to ourselves, the, the ways we see ourselves, um, and how it shapes ourselves, our future, our careers, our lives, our children. Um, and you know, my kids are almost all grown and to see how it has affected their lives, you know, good and bad. You know, I'm very grateful now for the journey that I've been. Um, I became a life coach just because my journey was a painful one. Uh, and as many of our lives are, life is messy and challenging. And I 
was in a challenging marriage and a painful one for 18 years. I have a five amazing kids from that marriage. I homeschooled my kids for most of um, the majority of their education. And, um, but I realized I was just living in a shell and, um, and it locked in pain. And I had a woman reach out to me and she said, I would love to sit down in her story. And I'm just like, I just felt like, are you seeing me? And it just broke me that somebody saw me and wanted to know about me. You know, I felt so unseen and like nobody knew me. And it didn't really matter. And um, that was the beginning of my journey. This was a life. She makes money from what she does, but she took me on and just mentored me out of love for me. Now she calls me her, her, um, her daughter in the Lord. So she's kind of t- taking me in. But it, it changed my life. And I also have a counselor, so I have both, like, counselor, but it has made such a difference. And, you know, it was that moment, it was like, I want to do this for other people. I want to see other women in their stories and their lives. And, and there's been men as well um, that I primarily work with women, and I love to help, like, unlock the gates so that people can live free and live so. That's uh, why I became a and it changed. Uh, yeah. So we decided to start this podcast for you guys. Um, kind of, we just, we, we meet on a regular basis. We have coffee and our experience is crazy good. And we are encouraging each other, laughing, crying. Yeah together it's it's important and um another reason we that we started this was because we have um our faith is very important to us and we are on the same page with that um we have similar backgrounds with our marriages Mm -hmm. um i was married for 18 years as well um the first time and then i was married the second time and i have one Josiah, amazing, and um, again, I have eight children, and I am I am so excited because um, I was able to homeschool my children and be home. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's been fun. So we we just wanted to have an opportunity for you guys, and um, so today we're gonna start with um. Behind the scenes. So, what does it look like behind the scenes of our lives? Um, kind of based on like our schedules. Like, we'll just start with the basic, you know, behind the scenes on a daily basis. What like for you? Well, because I have a cleaning business and Melissa does it, um, I have stayed pretty busy with that. But um, my daily schedule, just for example, Today, I took one son to school by 7 o'clock for choir practice. Uh, I get a call when I'm there that my other son on the way to counseling was, um, the roads are super slick, and he ended up getting a street sign, and it 
he went right over the top of it, almost into the ditch. He just got his tar paid off. Just, just bottled. Um, and, um, and then I had to go on to get ready for this podcast. And I did not have a very good night's sleep. Um, but we all make our lives kind of what they are. Yeah. It's a lot of it is what happens, not necessarily what happens to us, but how we react to it. Uh, I could have said, nope, I'm not doing this podcast today. I need to set out. Julie was upset and I took him to school and he was happy and some stuff that's gone on in our, gone on in my life the last few days has been, or since Christmas has been a little, a little tough, but, uh, on a daily basis, we have therapy, we have counseling on a weekly basis with one, one kiddo getting one to school on time. Um, uh, dealing with sick kids. I have um, one that's been home off and on the last month for two or three days at a time. Uh, and there was Christmas break, and it is hard to keep kids uh, occupied. And so, wow. Yeah. You know, your meals and your prepping meals and your grocery shopping and your making sure they have what they need for school. And uh, I don't know how women do it who have an eight-hour job, an eight-day, five days a week, both career, and then come home and be a wife. I don't know if I could do it. I, I think about that a lot, too. And for my schedule, like, I have a lot of cleaning clients. But, you know, and so I'm listening to podcasts and videos while I'm cleaning, you know, but my morning starts at five. I have to kind of get my brain together in the morning for a little bit before my son wakes up. Wow. Um, because if I don't, um, I'm just kind of like, I just feel like I'm trying to catch up all day long. And so I have my coffee in the morning and kind of you know, put together my brain, like, what am I doing today? Is there anything I'm forgetting? Um, but, you know, my schedule is pretty full normally. Trying to keep this day open and do this was, was kind of challenging. I have to say no to a lot of things. And um, I think that's important. I have to say no. I'm really to say no. Yeah. And then I had to reschedule uh, a client Yeah, for Monday. Yeah, so that we could meet and we're trying to put priorities in line because this is going to be our livelihood and we're looking forward to uh, not having to do cleaning and every day to uh, meet new people. And um, I'm really here to empower women to parent on purpose yeah. and uh I guess what I'm seeing is that it's been quite a while. It's been years, but uh, values, morals, um, being intentional with yourself, with your self-help, uh, uh, self-care and being intentional with your children and not being on the phone and not being on the TV and not being on gaming and not being on all these committees and children need us 
our kids need us at every stage. I mean, teenagers, that's one of the reasons I adopted teenagers. Because nobody... And it's very painful to see them. Like, just let them go, let them do their own thing, let them sit on their phone all day. I think it's scary. I think it's scary. Like, well, how, how damaged are people? We're all damaged, but like, the kids who've been in the foster system, you know, they've had a lot of life pain, and it's like, you know, like, how do you deal with that pain? Like, I don't know how to deal with that. But we, we do that with friendships, too. But this is a whole different thing, like taking these kids and raising them, on, you know, feeding them, and, like, boys. That's real life right there, folks. That's right. Of course, it's a spam. And all of that's so funny. Um, but, yeah, um, trauma training. I've had half years of trauma training. Uh, and, again, if... Uh, we're kind of all over the board right now between foster care and parenting. Please. But this is part of our schedule. Like, these are things we deal with on a You know, like, it, parents, parenting issues, you know, from mine are different than, are different than yours. And you've got four, or now I've got one. You know, but with trauma training, like, my kids have had some traumas. You know, I asked Andrew yesterday morning just for something to talk about on the way to school. I said, well, what? And what was your favorite year that you've ever had? You know, because, I mean, we can look back on our year and be like, oh, when I was 13, like, that was the best year or whatever. And he said, you know, when I was younger, it it was not that great. <clears throat> and and he said, um, I, he said, I would say in the last couple of years, they've been the best. For the last, you know, the last three, four years, he said since in 10. And, you know, it kind of broke my heart, but it's the reality. And I love that he was honest about it. But there was a lot of trials when before he was 9, 10. A lot of painful things happening. And, um, you know, I love his honesty. And I think Andrew and I have been talking a lot about... Um, importance of responding versus reacting that was my moment moved by my time and just be quiet with him and i reached over and always in and it's all i did on the way to school and we talked about it later yesterday evening and you know we just talked about like us that's real we're and i'm sorry that you know you had to deal with those things and he said it's okay mom i guess and he said, but things are great now. So, like, but, you know, that's the journey that we're on. That's why, you know, I became a life coach. That's why I'm doing these things. That's why you're doing these things. So that we can better not only ourselves, it is for our other. Yes. Yes. And you don't hear about the struggles people are having. Yeah. You know, unless it's on the news and then it's really drastic. But why, why do we wait until it's too late to share and ask for help? And because we're all broken, it's just a matter of encouraging people and empowering them, especially with uh, parenting. Everybody has children. Mostly everybody has children. Uh -huh. Are we going to be intentional? Mm -hmm. How can we get there? How can we be intentional with our kids? Mm -hmm. do I, how do you, how do you, how are you, 
Like, why do you, like, what are some things that you do, like, you show up in intentional with your kids? Um, you know, when each of my kiddos have uh, therapy, mm-hmm. we will go out, either go through Casey's or grab something to eat from McDonald's or just a treat in some place. Mm-hmm. And that's our, our during the week, just one on one. We also play a lot of games. Yeah. Uh, games are kind of left on the table. Yeah. So our table is always a mess. Yeah. And, um, well, I'm like, who's this? Between crafts and books and bills and games. And, uh, we are pretty intentional, uh, with my daughter at home yet. Um, she loves to decorate her own and I love her creativity. I walked in the other day and she was making some electrical thing with a water bottle. And I'm just like, is this a school project? No, just for fun. She was making a cloud with a cloud. Just, just my little mini lights inside. And it's so cute. She goes, come here, close your eyes. Okay, wait, that'll leave me that. So then she leaves the light out. She goes, lights are on. Open your eyes. Then she had lights all the way around there. Room was spotless. She was proud of that. Yeah. Those are those are the moments. And there are a lot of people who don't well for one, you know, there's a lot of people out there who they have that life. They don't know how to show up for money. And you would ask the question a minute ago about you know, why don't we do that? Why why don't we do this? Why don't we why do we deal with it later? I think like We've been talking a little bit about this, like vulnerability. Like vulnerability is a huge issue. Yeah. It's so scary to open up like like we have like bar gates over our hearts. You know, yep. we give people Facebook pictures. We give people mm-hmm. um this granted there are people who want safe people to, to have in our close, you know, circle. But um, overall, you know, none of us know how to be vulnerable. Like we go to church on Sunday or work if you're going to church, you know, um, and people are like, hey, how are you doing? Everybody says good. You know, even my son, I'll be at Texas. How's your day going? Going great. Every day? Every day it's going great. <laughs> Same with me. Yeah. Every day I'm good. Every day I'm great, you know. Usually, like last Sunday, I did. I, I caught myself doing that. Somebody was like, "Great day, I'm doing great." Well, you want to know what really happened? We were supposed to leave at seven. I was up at seven. My alarm went off at seven. I forgot to turn my alarm clock on, so we didn't shower. I have never done that for church. I dry shampooed my hair. Get out of the And. I don't even know if I did any makeup touching up or anything like we had to because we had we served you know coffee and whatever at church so we had to get out the door and raise that door and we got great and then it finally I was on and somebody's like oh I love your outfit you look you always look so cute and I was like you want to know the real story you just made my day by the way I tell them that but the truth is you all I I literally was looking at eye clothes wide what am I gonna wear I don't even know what I'm putting on I gotta go. And so it was, you know, but yeah, being vulnerable is super, super hard. That's been one of my biggest struggles. And being vulnerable with myself. 
So I mean, and, and going back to what you were saying as parents, you know, being vulnerable to really deal with how are we parenting and how are we showing up with our kids, all of our kids. Like for me, I've got some at home, we've got some outside the home. Mm-hmm. You know, how am I showing intentionality with all of them? Yep. And on top of that, uh, I have two granddaughters. Mm-hmm. One is six, one is five, oh, seven and five. <laughs> and a baby coming in July, which I'm super pumped. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I have, uh, I got two as well. I'm hoping I'll have some more down the road. I was thinking about it. I'm thinking, I'm ready for more grandkids. But, yeah. you know, learning to be a grandma is, is a, a challenging thing, too, because, like, I want to be there. I don't want to show up, but I don't want to overtake the mom and dad, you know, because they're parents. I don't want to be, um, clingy or needy but I think you know I also you know I also still have a son at home so I'm very wrapped up in the blood of God one of two but I do have two grandkids and just a little one and I've got so one's eight and one's three I get to have them overnight tonight so we're gonna make um we're gonna make cake mix cookies so they're kind of easy not that we haven't had enough baked goods for the year but you know that's something that's fun to do in the kitchen, and it's easy. It's literally yeah. three ingredients, and you can smush stuff in it, and yeah, they can enjoy it. So, and so, yeah, that's and um, I'm really, I'm really thankful for my family, kids and grandkids. But it's it's to be, to know how to show up and deal with painful things. Yeah, and you know, one thing also is that teenagers want someone to listen to them. Mm-hmm. and to be heard so my children have come home at 10 11 o'clock or whatever the game down over last night and i don't know i think he stayed for all three basketball games and at 10 or so whatever time he got home he just lays across me and in the bed and tells me about his day which i'm so happy yeah sick yeah you know, I just love that time at the end of the day where mm-hmm. you can have that good quality conversation. Mm-hmm. For my my son and I, it's in the mornings. So Wednesday night's youth group. And so my son, you know, stays up later. It's back to school week. I really wanted him to get a little rest. And so Thursday morning comes. His alarm didn't go off or he slept through it. So I just let him sleep. Normally our thing is we get up at six in the morning, we meet on the couch and we listen to like a 15 minute um, YouTube daily devotional together. And we just like, he just kind of like, we both kind of lay like sandwiched, you know, like his head is kind of on my knees, you know, sort of anyway. So you guys like being wrong with you, our, our families are crazy. You just call. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But do you know what better day? I know, right? You just all pile on the couch together. No, that might be too much. But, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, and so we, that's our connecting time. But yesterday morning, we missed it. And this was his response. I, I came in, it's like 620. And if you 
like now you know the stuff he goes by he looks at the clock and he's like oh no he was so upset he was just mad about the fact that he missed that 15 20 minute time frame with me before we had to get in the shower because that's his favorite time of day it's just downtime we don't even talk we're just side by side sipping coffee and listening to devotional that is his favorite and so it is something that I realized yesterday morning. Like I, it's, it's it's really important. But so that's being intentional. Yeah, you know, hands on, an ear on, like and consistent and consistency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And honestly, learning to say no to things in our lives so that we can show up for them. Like sometimes we might like soon I'll go out, out to dinner sometimes together. But if my son was struggling at home, I'd have to say no. And, you know, and we do oftentimes, like, you know, or even for our self-care, like, I'm just not feeling right tonight. I need to take some time for myself. Um, you know, we've done that occasionally. And uh, just take care of ourselves or our family. Be in bed by 6 o'clock with my books and my journal, and that's where I stayed. Yeah. Yeah. The next morning, I, I normally don't do that, but this last couple of months, I've been in bed about six, seven o'clock and just not moving. Yeah. I have a hard time not moving and not doing and not making something. This year, I didn't make a quilt. Every year, I try and make a quilt. I don't think they did last year either. Oh, but you have done other things too. You've made that's you've true. made gifts. Yes. That's a fruit thing. I do paintings. I do painting, then do gifts, homemade stuff. And yep. um I started to do the heritage jewelry. Um how did you get into that? I have so much jewelry that I you just don't swear create this idea on your own. And I saw how Pinterest so interesting. Awesome. And so uh, I will have enough to make for my four daughters and my two granddaughters. And um, and then I paint chairs on the side. I do, I'm pretty intentional with journaling. Each of the kids have several journal that I've kept from birth to 18. I love that. My guess yes. My, I think I'm trying to remember my daughter, we had talked years ago about journaling and she was like, no, I'm like, you know, mom, that's like your thing, you know, but now like she's filled a journal or two and like there are teenagers. I think it was really resourceful for my youngest son. Now he will, he will not journal. He does not want to write anything down. He doesn't want to make lists. He's very opposed to it, but we were talking the other day about moving forward with responsibility. What do you think would help? And he's like making lists. So he's coming around to seeing like some of the things that I, I are is important to me actually would be useful for him. But yeah, journaling is super, super important. But if for his personality, you know, he's a I'm on big millionaire. Enneagram. He's a three. And he is not about being vulnerable. And he doesn't really want to put those things on paper because he does want to make for himself here. But he is 14. And then another thing that we've been doing yeah. kind of together is 
Enneagram. Enneagram. Yeah. And that is such an important tool for learn. I've done so much reading and listening and audiobooks and podcasts and YouTube videos and um, on all the different types. That's one of my favorite things because I think I didn't really fully like even get myself um, and until I really took this test and really figured out like, oh, so I'm not even creating the Enneagram people off of it. <laughs> and I'm nine. Um, so um, you're seven. And so we are, um, it's fun to learn because you can really understand your family members and your friends. Probably do a whole podcast at some point about the Enneagram and how it's yeah. kind of impacted our own view of ourselves and our family and friends. For me, I, um, I am dating as well. And so dating in this world is not easy. And uh, in our in, in my 40s, I won't say specifically, but we are behind the scenes. So maybe someday. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, dating and dating in, in our 40s, 50s, whatever. Like, yeah. it's just not easy because of vulnerability, because of um busy schedules and lives like it's it's challenging and so taking this enneagram not only opened my eyes to myself and how i function in relationships but also how he functions in relationships and how and i think it i mean i'm not gonna speak it's as well it's like oh my goodness this is totally me this is me and um, now I understand it. I was like, now I understand why I was, um, why, you know, why we are hit and miss on different things. And then I was tweak it and how it oh, change it. Helped a ton. Helped a ton. Yep. And then listen to the videos over again. And so if you're interested in any information about the Enneagram, I can post a link to the, um, to free tests online and I can just post that online. Um, and comment on your or email me. Um, so yeah, I would be happy to, to see that out and educate yourself on um, some of the different things you just talk about. Um, we are always up for discussion, you know, to question, for sure. you know. And if we don't have an answer, yeah, we may not. We'll find out. Yes, we will. Yeah. I'm a researcher. I'm also doing reflexology. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I tell you, can you tell me? Can you tell me a little bit? I know this is not even about. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it kind of is about our schedule, but and and maybe we can kind of end with this. But what is? Can you give me a little information about what reflexology is? I think it's kind of a confusing matter. It's, even in the Christian world, I think it it has a. I think it's confusing, and sometimes if we don't know, then we shut it out. And so, yeah. uh, okay, I would love to educate you on that. Yeah. Um, so our bodies have imaginary lines mm -hmm. and we have zones in our bodies. So we have 10 lines, like 10 fingers and 10 toes. And these lines, if you can just picture them in your head, 10 lines all the way to your toes. And then in between those lines are zones. And so like the tip of your toes is your head. Mm -hmm. The side of your foot like the outside of your little toe, that's your shoulder. So if you want, not your shoulder, well, it is a reflex. Okay. 
it's a right it's a helper area yeah so if you can't get to your <laughs> you can't rub your toe oh, okay so you're like Okay. Or your hands are great. Your hands are the same as your feet as far as uh, reflex areas. So I will just demonstrate like um, the the brain is like the tip of the toe, the big toe. Okay. And if you run your tip of your finger over your toe or your finger and you feel little tiny pieces of sand, like little crystals. That's what they are. They're little tiny crystals, and they need to be out there. They don't belong. Yeah. Like the palm of your hand, um, like it feels like a little sharp, like a little needle. Like it's tiny. Yeah. Like that's so interesting. And so when you're working the toes, ooh. Yeah. That's. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Like, so your pituitary gland, which regulates all your. Yeah. It's like the size of a pea or well, smaller than that. And it's right back behind the bridge of your nose and uh you also have one in the middle of your tongue and you all oh, have really? one in the middle of your face toe and then your left bum or both bones okay so anyway i don't have all the answers but i know that the body was is intricately made mm-hmm. and do your own research on it don't take my word for it um but um headaches um i have a rub by thumb area yeah um interesting. It, it's just really interesting and i love essential oils and um, i love massage therapy uh i'm not licensed in that but i do it mm-hmm. and i have a table mm-hmm. and i have the reflexology chair and but she has done a session on me and i loved it i'm on the schedule okay yeah and you have one client who um said that they've been going to therapists for 25 years and that i'm the t- one of the top three and that my hands are perfect so long <laughs> i love it okay well let's end with uh, three things you're really passionate about and then i'll share mine oh my as you can tell, I'm very passionate about family. Um, I'm so passionate about my children. And um, I guess I'm passionate about my my faith and my children. And I'm passionate about empowering women to parent on purpose. And I'm um, super passionate about 2024. Yes, yes. I am very passionate about Jesus and what he's done for me, the transformative work that he can do. Um, I really want to see people just just move forward in faith. Like, what if we had a powerful, you know, power-packed people moving forward in faith this year? How could that, like, transform, like, you know, our world? in our families and our homes and ourselves. So I think it starts with our faith, starts with Jesus. And um and then secondly, I am just passionate about loving people. You know? Um, starts with my, my family, my family and my my relationships. Um and just really being able to love and see other people. I think that, and that sounds really cheesy and cliche, but I think a lot of people don't feel safe 
you know, we rush about in our grocery stores and doing our day to day and we just don't see people. We don't. And I really, really want people to be seen and want my kids to feel heard. You know, um, this morning I stopped and I'm like, Andrew, are you okay? And he, he's a little defensive, like, yeah, I'm fine, mom. Why? Like, why are you asking? And I said, I told him on the way to school, I said, that's me, like, willing to stop whatever I have going on, do my hair later, whatever I need to do. I will pause it if you need to keep talk, you know, like, I want people to feel seen and heard and get the help that they need. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and we hope that you can join our crazy schedule and our conversations and um, learn from us and that we can also learn from you. So comment and email, we'll put our email, um, we'll add, attach our email and our business websites and stuff like that so you can kind of connect with us. Amen. So let's do it. All right, well, money on for it. We'll see you next time.